This podcast is brought to you by JAM, Junction Arts and Media, building community in the Upper Valley through media. Welcome to Shelf Help, a podcast where booksellers help you answer one of life's trickier and we argue most important questions. What should you read next? I'm Lisa, co-founder of The Book Jam, a nonprofit designed to help you find your next great book. And now, today's booksellers will introduce themselves. I'm Emma, one of the co-owners of the Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont. I'm Rachel. I am the senior lead bookseller at the Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont. And I'm Allie, the owner of Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. And if you've listened to us before, you know our episodes answer questions from people like you. So please send us your reading dilemma to shelfhelpuv at gmail.com or use your social media to reach any of these three amazing independent bookstores on their venues. We do our best to answer all questions we receive in upcoming episodes. And with that, we're jumping into today's topic. We've asked each bookseller to recommend one or two books in answer to today's question, which comes from Matt S. via Instagram. He asks, do you have any good recommendations for gay slash queer romance novels? Take it away, guys. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. I'll start. So I... There's so many in this genre. Maybe we can just talk a little bit about like how this genre is exploding right now, and it's really cool to see. I feel like it's not super, super new, like this horror thing that's out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but it it definitely has had a ramp up, and I feel like kind of the first time that I saw it be like a really big thing, I don't know if it's because I was first paying attention or because it just was not as prevalent before was when Katie met Cassidy. Anyone read that? I actually haven't no. read it, so I'm not recommending it, but I just feel like that's the moment where I started noticing a lot of queer rom-coms yeah. coming out, and that was in 2018. But I'm curious how, we have a lot of queer romance, and it does really well, and it at first, you know, we had kind of a good amount when we opened, and it, it wasn't moving quickly, and then we, we saw it kind of start to pick up over the past like year or two and are you guys seeing that as well in your stores we didn't have a romance section before i got to norwich so it's doing 100 percent better now nice (laughs) (laughs) what about queer specifically yeah Yeah. i would say that it's all selling well Yeah. yeah i really think like romance has absolutely exploded For me, I feel like the moment was almost with One Last Stop. Mm -hmm. I just feel like that came onto the scene and then there was just this huge explosion. Like I know there were some before that, but I don't know. There is something about that one that really grabbed mm -hmm. people. I think that is like the, yeah, it was kind of building. We had Katie McCassidy and another that I'll talk about in a second that was a little under the radar and then it yeah I think you're right that was really a moment that it exploded I remember red white and blue yeah the, the red blue, white and uh, red white royal, and royal and blue. blue red yeah. white and royal blue yeah. it's kind of the first one that I took what is a trope at least from my childhood and and upended it by making it a queer story. I also want to mention that like queer books, not just for queer people. There are a lot of people who don't identify as queer who really enjoy reading queer romance. And it's just like, yeah, we're all queer guys. Um, like, to a certain degree to make it very, what's that scientist do Kinsey scale? <laughs> Much like you don't have to be a man to enjoy reading a story about a man. So true. I mean, we've all been told that those are the main story. Yeah. Yeah. 
So it's I really love to see this kind of proliferation happening. I do want to recommend is also a bit older. It is from 2018. I'm trying to look it up. It is called In at the Deep End, and it is by Kate Davies. And it is about a woman who is very dissatisfied in a lot of ways, romantically and honestly, more importantly, sexually. And she realizes that she has been barking up the wrong tree and she's like I'm gonna start spending more time with women so it also it's very much like exploration sapphic romance little BDSM it's it's a lot of fun and it is like very very hot heated sexy steamy that's the word that's the word that we use (laughs) it's very steamy and it's great. And then I also just want to put in a plug for like all gay hockey books. Mm-hmm. People are really into the gay hockey books, and I I don't. Have, Local I author Sarah Pinio, who does not go, oh, Serena Bowen right. has okay. his, and I don't know the titles. Okay, I'm butchering this. Please don't let me butcher the titles but I think of no, Serena's. Books. Serena Bowen makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Serena Bowen and. I am obsessed with the fact that like there's a lot of like middle-aged women that like are very much looking for the gay hockey specifically. So there's <laughs> Well, you notice I asked the question. Yeah. I'm like, "Where are those?" Yeah, there's a lot of gay hockey books. Like I think gay hockey book is a whole subgenre now, which I just I love that for all of us. <laughs> Maybe that could be part of the campaign fundraiser. You could sell gay hockey books suggested. <laughs> I would not they dislike another, doing that. They need another $2 million. They, I don't know if million they dollars. want me to yeah. do that. If you're out there, campion people, we have a fundraising idea for you. Yeah, so In at the Deep End, Kate Davies. A lot of fun and also kind of earlier on. So if you're reading a lot of queer romance right now and you're like, what else can I read? Go back a few years because there, there, there was queer romance then too. I am recommending historical romance, so Regency. Generally, the romances that I go for are more historical, and this is definitely one of my favorites, straight or queer. It's called A Lady's Guide to Celestial Mechanics, and it's by Olivia Waite. It is about a woman who is an astronomer and is tasked with translating a groundbreaking French astronomy text by another woman who is a countess and is attempting to fulfill her late husband's legacy by having this text be translated. She was expecting the translator to be a man, but it turns out it's not. So this book is very much about two women whose talents have been kind of ignored by a misogynistic society and are trying to fight for recognition. One, Lucy, an astronomer who's really just kind of shut out. This is Regency times, so she's just totally shut out of any of the like halls of science. And then Catherine, the countess, is an embroiderer, and that is an art form that is very much kind of thought to be more of a craft than a work of art. That talent of hers is a bit denigrated. Obviously, they fall in love. Super steamy and part of a whole series. As a bonus recommendation, I also want to mention A Lady for a Duke by Alexis Hall. Also a historical romance about sort of a friends to lovers. I mean, definitely a friends to lovers, but it is about a woman who was born as a man and during a war, who, which war I can't remember, is presumed dead and sees that as an opportunity to live as she has always felt 
she truly is, but she has left her best friend behind. So fate brings them back together, and of course, they fall in love. It's pretty great. The conflict is not about being trans, which I really appreciated, because, you know, in romances, they're very tropey. There's always going to be a conflict that splits up the lovers apart so that they can get back together and then maybe split apart again. But that is not the issue there which I appreciated. So I actually don't typically read romances that often. So my recommendations, both are queer and both have romances in them, but you're not gonna strictly find them in a romance section. So my first recommendation is House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune. So queer, so like cozy and comfy, and I loved this book. The romance that happens is kind of slow in the background, but it's so very much there and it gets wrapped up so beautifully in the end. It truly just made me so so happy my second recommendation is kind of the opposite of that <laughs> great it's mostly dead things by Kristen arnett oh nice i thought about that I, one <laughs> yes because there is also funny yeah like she's got some dark humor in there obviously there is queer romance that happens within that but like it's not the main story arc but it's a big part of it and it is a little spicy and (laughs) in this one I loved how complex these characters were and in some ways you even kind of like dislike them a little bit and you get a little mad at them it's just really smartly written it's a past romance and a current romance so she's reflecting on her first love who eventually actually turns into her brother's wife and then she ends up leaving and so she's reflecting this main character is reflecting on that and then there's a new romance that buds in the present and there's a lot of drama that happens with that as Kristen Arnett loves to write drama (laughs) so I would definitely recommend that so depending on how you're feeling you want happy cozy house and really and see you want complicated a little dark mostly dead things so to some what we we hope matt that some of those are gonna be perfect for whatever you're looking to read next we went a little bit more lesbian than gay Uh, but you said gay and queer yeah i said gay queer that's true so i hope that you and i guess house and the cerulean Cerulean sea would be gay right so that's true but yeah, so true. Yeah, so true. Sorry, I'm sorry. The ones <laughs> lesbians. <laughs> and red, white, and royal and red, blue, white, and royal blue is gay. gay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. So, but more YA, you know, which may not be true. what you're looking for. Really? I think we have that in our adult romance. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh, okay. She her her YA one was kissing. 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 Oh yeah. Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. Sarah. Sarah. Uh, Wheeler. Sarah Wheeler. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Got that. Yeah. It's got that movie-like title in it. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully, Matt, that helped you in some way get some things started. And, you know, the good thing about starting with one book or one author is it usually leads you to the next one and the next one. And eventually you find, yeah, you find the one that's perfect for you or whoever you're thinking about. This could be something you want to give to someone. We don't know. (laughs) And with that, we end this episode. Shelf Help is brought to you by The Book Jam, Junction Arts Media, and three fabulous Upper Valley bookstores, Yankee Bookshop in Woodstock, Vermont, The Norwich Bookstore in Norwich, Vermont, and Still North Books and Bar in Hanover, New Hampshire. If you've got a reading dilemma, we really do want to hear from you. We have fun answering your questions, so please send them in. Contact us at shelfhelpuv at gmail.com 
or reach any of these three fabulous stores using their social media venues. We are here to help your shelves. Thanks for being with us, and we'll see you next time on Shelf Help. Thank you for listening to this Jam podcast. If you have found this program interesting and would like to find more Upper Valley content or learn how to produce your own media, please visit us at uvjam.org.